Again, why did I ever think this was a good idea? Welcome to the Rise and Run podcast. Join our group of Run Disney friends as we talk about running at Walt Disney World and beyond. We'll discuss recent runs, training, upcoming races, and surprise topics suggested by you, our listeners. Well, the alarm's gone off, so let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, gather around. Welcome. Welcome to episode number 21 of the Rise and Run podcast. As always, we are delighted that you've joined us. This is the highlight of the week for us. You know that. I'm Bob. I'm one of your hosts. I'm here with John, with Lexi. Hello. With Jack. Hi. And with Greg. Hey, hey, hey. Alicia is not with us tonight, but not only do we have one substitute for Alicia, we've got two special guest substitutes with us tonight. We've got Allie. Oh, hi. And we've got Pamela. Hello. Welcome, guys. We're excited that both of you were able to show up with us tonight on such short notice. And uh, Allie and Pamela are here. Uh, first of all, because they're friends of the podcast, they're folks we've known for a while, but also they ran Princess and we didn't. So I'm going to give them a minute or two, since this is their first time here, to introduce themselves and tell you a little bit more about them. Allie, why don't you go first? Hi. Oh, well, I'm Allie. I'm from New Hampshire. Um, so I didn't grow up running. I don't have a running background at all. And I started running in my late 30s. Um but I'm pretty athletic. I roller skate for a living, do a bunch of sports. Um, so I started running in 2019. I uh, wanted to run, wanted to run a 10k at first, but the 10k wasn't available for the charity I wanted to run for. So all they had left was the half marathon. So I asked my friend if half marathon was something she thought I could do, and she's like, "Yeah, no problem." And so I, I ran that half marathon, thinking it was like. Five miles. <laughs> Oops. Found out it was a little bit longer than Oops, that. Yeah. But, but I but I did. I did the couch to half marathon, and then I met up with um with these crazy kids after in the Run Disney motivational team, yeah. and they helped me continue on to do a marathon. So I kind of did a couch to marathon that couch year. Couch to marathon. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's unique. Meanwhile, Pamela's sitting over here going, "Hey, wait a minute! I'm here. You said I get a chance to introduce myself too, Pamela." Go. All right. Well, hi, everybody. I'm Pamela from Minneapolis, and I also am a late onset adult runner. Um, I did not start running until I was like 45. Um, before that, you know, I, I did athletics as a kid, and I was on dance line in high school. Um, and I was a, the director of health and fitness for the YWCA, and I taught 11 aerobics classes a week, but I never was a runner. Um, okay. And uh, a friend of mine had seen that I would, but I always did like the Thanksgiving 5Ks, right? And so my friend's like, you do, you run. I'm like, yeah, once a year on Thanksgiving, I do a 5K. And she said, well, my friend just ran a race at Disney. Um, I think we should do it. It'd be really fun. I'm like, oh, well, I love Disney. And, you know, I hadn't been in a while. And so we trained all of 2014 to run my first half at January um, half marathon 2015. And then it just was like, I couldn't stop. I was mm -hmm. signing up for every race I could locally. I mean, the Twin Cities is a mecca for, 
uh, being outside and running and athletics and biking and all that kind of stuff. So I really felt like I um, had a lot of great opportunities to learn how to run a 5K, a 10K, like get all the different distances going. So that was great. And I always say my first job, I was, I worked at Chuck E. Cheese as a character and I worked in fitness. And <laughs> I didn't know that. Together, make Run Disney and my costuming joy uh, are blended together. Absolutely. <laughs> pa- Pamela is the costume queen, in my opinion. Our, our friend Brittany, who runs in costumes, maybe a little faster than you, Pamela. <laughs> Just a little. She's faster than all of us. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Except for maybe two or three elite male runners. She's faster than all of us. But Pamela is absolutely the costume queen. Have you ever seen her down there during the run? She goes all out and she does a great job. And I, because Pamela and Allie are new with us, I popped on a little earlier with them tonight. And I was going to be very disappointed if Pamela didn't have a podcast costume. And by golly, what you, what you wearing, Pamela? Well, I'm wearing my race shirt or my race jacket from the weekend. And I'm wearing the princess ears from 2020 that unfortunately they did not do princess ears for this year. So I'm having to wear my 2020 princess ears. But I was not disappointed. Pamela shows up in a podcast costume. That's awesome. (laughs) Way to go. All right, gang. Well, we're going to get back. We're going to talk about, uh, princess weekend here in just a little bit but first uh what else we got going on let's take a look how's the training going uh jack what's going on with your training you got any news yeah so um gosh it's almost five weeks now until my lake sonoma 50 miler and i did back-to-back 17s in kennesaw mountain um okay that was good foot slightly bothersome but Oh, that sounds tough. It's, yeah, it's a, I, you know what? It's the first bothersome thing that's happened in about three weeks. So I'm actually pretty happy with that. Um, or okay overall, with it. <laughs> you overall your injuries? No, uh, I think it's kind of like one of those things where I've just been on my feet so much. And with me and Lexi moving, it's just constantly always on my feet at home as well as at work. And then with the training, and I think it's just getting some overuse at the moment. So I've pretty sure that that's what's going on but yeah <laughs> but but you got it under control i mean you're not yeah you're not hurting yourself no no, yeah. no 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 we wouldn't want that okay that's good well so you were you were telling me you got another run coming up you got something else you've signed up for so about an hour ago <laughs> i did one of the uh i signed up for Break, one of the breaking news breaking news ladies and gentlemen <laughs> We need a we need a breaking news banner. Wait a minute. Yeah, there you go. That's good. Thank you. It's it's not video. Breaking news banner would be good. So, uh, breaking news. Back to our field reporter, Jacqueline. <laughs> um, so I'm going to be doing one of the uh, Zuma series, uh, recommended by Chris Twiggs, and I'm going to be doing the Seaside Challenge at Amelia Island. And so I'll be running the 5K and half marathon. And my goal for the half is to get a sub 150 half. 
Very cool. Okay, here's my thing about races. I don't ever research necessarily where they're at. I just look at the pictures. And if I like the pictures and they look cool, and then I'll suffer whatever consequences of not knowing how difficult or easy it is when I get there. <laughs> That's an accurate statement. She does that. <laughs> yeah, but I really like the pictures. Oh, this has 2,000 feet of elevation? I didn't know no. <laughs> I didn't know. I thought Lake Sonoma was supposed to be a lot easier when I signed up for it. I'm like thinking, oh, good. It's going to be such an easier course than Bryce Canyon. And then it's actually, instead of 9,200 feet for Bryce Canyon, this one's 10,500 feet. And I'm just like, I don't see any of that in the videos that I watched. <laughs> they all look level to me. This person holding the camera was holding it straight, so... <laughs> Yeah. All right. Good deal. What else we got going on? Uh, Greg, how's your training going? Uh, It's it's going. I am mentally in a place very similar to what Lexi described uh, a couple of weeks ago. Obviously, you know, you come off the high of marathon weekend. You know, we had talked about this with Brittany and and other times throughout the podcast about, you know, having the the dopey downers or the goofy yeah. gaggles or whatever you want to call it. But it's just weird. I, I've had trouble getting into this mindset of, you know, you know, during the training to be like, okay, you know, I'm, I'm up out of bed. I drop my daughter off at school. I get my maintenance run in and then I'm good to go. And now that that's all over the, the motivation, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. is a bit of a struggle. Uh, I, I, you know, I have said to friends that, you know, like right now I'm in this like space of I'm more excited to get on my Peloton than I am to to go out and, and run and such like okay. that. But I, I will admit, you know, things are, you know, things are getting better. But I I do I see a lag in my training right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's one of those things where and, and you know, and I don't want to chalk it up to overconfidence. Because I, you know, any race that I run, I always make sure that, you know, you respect the distance and everything like that. Oh, yeah. But, it, you know, it's one of those things now where, you know, before I would have signed up for a half marathon and be like, okay, you know, you put the right. training in, you know, you get, you know, right. foot on the pavement and everything like that. Now, the fact that I've done Goofy, you know, to me, it's one of those things where there isn't that stress and there isn't that anxiety anymore because, Mm -hmm. you know, thanks to, you know, customized training and everything like that, you know, on a random weekend, you might be running a half marathon training run and those get easier over time, you know, as you do more and more of them. You know, Uh, you can do them. Yeah, correct. So I, I think that that mentality, you know, and having to adjust to that has been a lot more difficult than, Mm-hmm. I initially thought, um, and you know, and I think it's brought me down a little bit. Now, I will fully admit, things have gotten better over the last couple of weeks. Um, but you know, right after marathon weekend, and right after I got back from uh, my trip to to Hawaii for work, it was a real struggle. But like mm-hmm. I said, it has improved. I do chalk it up a little bit to also the fact that I will fully admit that while I can be very regimented in my my exercise game. I need better training when it comes to nutrition. And I mean, I'm very proud of myself, you know, when I started my goofy training, you know, when the, you know, when we first had the pandemic, I lost almost 60 pounds. And for the most part, I have yeah. kept mo- yeah. most of it off. Um, 
but I think some of it has crept on because, you know, I'm eating like I've been training for a marathon, but I haven't ran a marathon, you know, <laughs> I get it, you know, so it's Absolutely. one of those things where I, yeah. I think for the next couple of weeks, I'm probably going to put a little bit more focus on the nutrition side of things. And obviously, you know, having the running help, you know, supplement that. And then I think I'll get right back in lockstep in terms of where I was. I mean, I have a couple of races coming up, you know, this spring, uh, you know, two races that I've never done before. Uh, and actually I'm pacing someone for one of them. So obviously that, you know, so that's a new challenge, cool. you know, so, so that, you know, so that has me excited, but I'm not yeah. going to lie though. I, I have the dopey downers and I'm struggling to get through them, but I know thanks to the, the great, you know, the Facebook communities and the Galloway communities and this podcast community, mm-hmm. um, I know I'm going to get through it. It's just taking me longer than I thought. First person I paced in a run was... I was going to say me. You. Broad Street a couple years ago. Yeah, sure was. How about you, John? What's going on? So I want to talk about what Greg was saying. So I understand what Greg's saying. We, we set a big goal for ourselves. You know, you were doing Goofy... I did dopey, you know, it's over. The thrill's over, you know, now you, now you want to set your next goal and okay, do I want to do dopey again? Do I want to do goofy? And you know how hard that was before. And do you like in back of your mind? Like, do I want to do this again? And sometimes that sits there, I think, and says, you know what? It's hard. I don't want to do it, but you just got to get past that uh, mental block and just set another goal and say, here we go. Here's my goal and go. Cause I think that's what's one of the problems I had, you know, okay, I did this. Okay, great. Now I need another goal to set. I understand what you're saying, John. In fact, before the broadcast started, we were talking and I was talking with Jack about ultras and I see that in ultra runners all the time, no matter what the distance is, they want to go further. What do you think? Oh, Jack? I was going to say, I completely agree with what both Greg and John have said. And with ultra runners, yeah, for whatever reason, it's always like, okay, well, I've completed this distance once or twice. Let me go ahead and go to another one. Like, I'm I'm gonna not going to lie. I'm already looking at if I can finish this 50 miler in April, then I will go ahead and sign up for a goal race for next year. That's 100. Um, but yeah. I've Greg, I completely felt exactly what you felt after I ran Chicago. And I was just like, I was so happy with what happened. And then I was exhausted. And I wanted to break. And then I had the hardest time coming back up to training. And then I ended up hurting myself, which is why I didn't end up doing uh marathon weekend. But right, I know what you right, mean, man. Right. Well, and, and, and thankfully this isn't the first time that I've experienced feelings like this completely different arena. But um, a couple of years ago, I did a community theater performance of Shrek and I got to be Shrek and I got emotionally invested <laughs> in the many layers of that character because, you know, August, they're like onions. They have many layers. <laughs> but when the last curtain call happened, I got depressed and I was depressed for weeks after that because, yeah. again, it was something I was so emotionally invested in. And now it's over, but I know, correct. Yeah. But over time that gets better and I know it's going to get better for all of us. And I feel like when you put out what your next race is, you are almost have that feeling, okay, I got to start training now. And then you start getting into that mode of training to get you to where you need to for the next race. I feel like always that goal race is very important. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I was, that's exactly what I was going to say. And they say the best thing to do is to have a next race ready to go. What you know, so you can come back from Dopey and say, "Oh, I have Princess, or I have Springtime, or I have Chicago Marathon in the fall, or you yeah. have, you know, it's just to know that you still have something else to look forward to." I mean, like I said, I just I come home from Princess Weekend and I have packages sitting here waiting for of costumes for Springtime. So like, I'm not going to have a Princess ball because I'm not going to have time. <laughs> See a lot of that. But a lot of that depends on where you live. It's tough up in Minnesota to come back to race season. I come back from Dopey. It's prime race season down here. Your prime yeah. race season is yet to come. Yeah, I, I'm totally in the same boat. Um, a part of my little training update is um, I started training with Laura, who we had on the podcast a couple episodes ago. If you haven't listened to that episode, go listen to it. Um, but I started uh, – I got my training schedule yesterday, and – it's the first time in a long time that I've been like, okay, I've got a race to do. I've got things to do. I have somebody that is keeping me accountable. Now let's, let's go get this done. Um, I totally mm-hmm. understand. I mean, everything from post-show depression to post-race depression to dopey downers. Mm-hmm. And I mean, y'all know I've been struggling with that for like six months, but you know, y- you also have to let yourself almost, I guess the best way you have to let yourself grieve. For like, you know, get through I it guess. and and have that moment of like, okay, I'm gonna let this feeling happen, and then make the conscious effort to move on to the next feeling. Yeah, I think that's really great. I think the thing that John said about you know what's next, what's gonna top this? How do I like keep going after Dopey? What's the next challenge? And I think you know we always think go to the the next biggest thing and the next craziest thing, but you might want to try to think about making your goals smaller. And I know that sounds strange, but like, what about trying to geek out on like a awesome 5k time or, you know, sign up for a 10k race, even though you just did the goofy challenge, which is just an insane, insanely huge goal. Try this small goal and see like, okay, well, how fast can I get? Or, um, I don't know, something different, you know, and that might, that might make it not feel so overwhelming to start again into the next huge goal. That's good advice. Um, what I was going to say to kind of help with how you're feeling in general, if you're having those kind of downers um, that we we all have had, I think realizing how nice having customized training has been, it kind of like, even if I have like a down moment, I'm like, gosh, he's going to see if I completed this or not. Oh, I'm going to feel so bad if I don't complete it. Uh-huh. So I will, <laughs> I will look at it and be like, okay, you got to get up and go at it or else, you know, he's going to know. <laughs> But I think having that kind of accountability, it makes, yeah. yeah. It's accountability, right, right. Yeah. Right. Customized training. Have we mentioned that before? (laughs) Anyway. Do we officially add customized training and Chris Twiggs to the Rise and Run bingo card of uh, mentioning (laughs) him, um, (laughs) Passport to Run, and Joe? (laughs) Passport to Run. Have you ever heard of Passport to Run? We haven't mentioned them yet this week. You know, John accused me. I told everybody I was retired. John says, you're not retired. You're working for Twigs now. But, uh, well, you know, and in all serious listeners, we'll get uh, we'll get Coach Twigs to join us. Uh, about time that we start to register for next season's Run Disney events. And when y'all were talking about post-run remorse, yeah, we're almost out of the Run Disney season. Now, 
that doesn't mean we're out of the run season. There are a lot of wonderful runs coming up that folks are signed up for and things to look forward to. But run Disney run season has just the springtime surprise left. All right. Well, good job, guys. Thanks so much. I'm glad to hear training's going well. And that was a nice little discussion. Meanwhile, it's time for the race report. Now, the big thing we want to talk about tonight is Princess. But before we get there, let me highlight a couple of things, please. I want to congratulate our buddy Jonathan in Israel for finishing the Tel Aviv Half Marathon. Great job. I Guys, didn't he say he PR'd that thing? I'm pretty sure he did. And with nobody contradicting me, Jonathan, great job on your PR. Nicely done. This will be another one where if I'm wrong, somebody will correct me in the uh, Facebook group. Michelle. Michelle was out in Las Vegas, and I did see photos. She finished the Rock and Roll Vegas 5K and half. It was Michelle's 30th half marathon, and she even made it onto a local TV newscast out there. Did you guys see that? No. no. Didn't so see it, huh? No, she, uh, she sent me a, a small clip. She needs to put that up for us. And, yeah, she, I guess someone was out there doing interviews. And Michelle was with a group of folks, and uh, you can't hear it very well, but you can tell it's her. So good on you, Michelle. Nicely done. Congratulations. We're proud of you. Uh, Coming up this week, the only thing I see on the calendar is the Myrtle Beach Marathon in Myrtle Beach. Uh, Our friend Beth, our new friend, I say new friend, our friend Beth is running the uh, Myrtle Beach Marathon. Good luck, Beth. But the biggie, of course, was the princess run. And normally in the race report, I read off the names of everyone who who did it. Uh, we did the roll call last week. I hope you enjoyed it. I forget who told me that they uh, they stood up when they heard their name, but somebody on Facebook said they stood up when they heard their name. Thank you for doing that. We appreciate it. It's fun. We enjoy it. But let's talk about the weekend, guys. And that's the, that's the big reason we got Allie and Pamela with us. How was it? Who wants to go first? And the first thing I'd like to know about was, how was the expo? Awesome. Well, the expo was um, pretty fun, I'd say. I know I'm one of those crazy people who I didn't do the yoga, which was in the morning of expo morning. Right. Oh, um, right. And, in, and I wanted to beat the yoga people over to the expo. So that yeah. meant I was at the expo at 6 a.m. At six, okay. Does not open till ten a.m. Ten, yeah, I knew that. <laughs> so yeah. I'll, I, I'll bet you you weren't the first person there, were you? No, there were probably twenty people in front of me. Okay, so not too bad. Um, I was definitely in the first group that got to go in when we were released in. Um, but what was really fun is uh, a fellow, the Run Princess family member, uh, was right behind me, and we sat together and we got to know each other for four hours, and it was awesome. That's and, great. And it really made the time go by fast. And what was what I thought was really fun about that waiting time was once they let us into the big holding room they have inside that holds like a mm-hmm. thousand people. Um, <laughs> You couldn't do anything, right? You're basically sitting there. And so you you leave your stuff in one spot and you can go over and go say hi to friends. And so I was able to go over and say hi to some of my run dopey friends. I was able, 
we were able to do a big group picture of the run princess family. I mean, there are probably 50 of us in a picture. Um, uh, I had people that was the time we were all delivering things to each other. I had one person that was delivering uh, a flower for my hair. One person was giving, I bought, I bought ears from two different people online and I said I would be at the expo early and so they hand delivered them to me so I got a pair of Winnie the Pooh ears and a pair of Tiana nice. ears from people on nice. Etsy <laughs> those and are good friends that's nice that's it was good. just that's cool I don't know like it really made the time go by really fast so I didn't think it was too bad yeah so then and then they let us in I think the the club run Disney people were able to get in an hour early so they went in at nine. Oh, wow. Um, but we were allowed to go in about 945. They started letting us in. I think they felt like that was enough time for the club people to get in there. Um, That's smart. And I got everything I wanted. And we had a bunch of people that we sort of took over a corner of the expo. And we all had grabbed uh, maybe multiple sizes of something we were interested in. And we would try them on. And then we would create a pile of, oh, I'm getting the medium, I don't need the large or whatever. And then people, we would kind of exchange things as we were trying things on. Um, but I was pretty much able to get all the things that I wanted to get. Good for you. Allie, what time did you get there? Uh, well, I'm the polar opposite of Pamela. So <laughs> I, got, I, got there, I got there Wednesday night and started to sit in a line of traffic that was backed up well past the parking lot, well past the, like the turn into the parking lot. Really? And I was like, I'm out of here. <laughs> I left really? and I wow. came back Thursday. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Yeah, it was busy. It was busy. And I think a lot of people might have been nervous about not being able to get the merchandise they wanted from Marathon Weekend or from like weeks past or I mean uh, events past. I went on Thursday, came back on Friday because I was like, I'm not having any of this. I need to <laughs> I need to not be in this mess. And they for sure restock throughout the day. So it's not... I mean, yeah. people who came in it the does, afternoon yeah. were able to get the spirit jersey, which is like the hot item. Yeah, but I take that risk because, you know, I, there might be things that I, I can't get. So, yeah. yeah, you've heard me say before, I don't know what I didn't get. Uh, and I don't care. What did you guys think of the merchandise? Did you like it? Did you didn't like it? Did you wish they had a few things different or? Um, I wish we still had the old uh, tennis shoe Christmas ornament. I don't really love the new ones, which are just Mickey shaped ears that are, I mean, they're cute. And of course I bought one. Um, but I really liked that little tennis shoe for each race weekend was so cute. And that's what I have all over my, my tree. So I kind of, I wish they would have that. I liked the colors. I mean, I, I like these kind of like tealy blue, um, things. I was going to say I have a pile of things that I bought, which, of course, I didn't need anything, but I, I did buy them. What I did like is the annual pass holder. Um, they had a special spirit jersey just for annual pass holders and a really cute hoodie um, pullover in this um, pink that's really pretty. Um, and then a, a corksicle. They don't have turvises anymore because corksicle is the new sponsor. Yeah. I like that jacket that you're wearing, Pamela, the baby blue jacket. Yeah. It's basically uh, that was really like gorgeous. a sweatshirt, but it's a, a zip. I heard they didn't have Dooney and Burke bags this year. No Dooney, oh, wow. no ears. Um, they had the Pandora charm, um, which mm -hmm. that seemed to be the thing instead of a Dooney, people were getting the Pandora charms and the Pandora um, 
vendor area at the expo had this really cool photo opportunity where you could go in the center and the camera went around you. And it, I guess it was, I mean, I've seen some people that did oh, it. Neat. They're really cute. Yeah. 360 neat. camera. That was really cool. Their booth was really special. Yeah. I was going to ask about the expo itself. The, I mean, we talk a lot of time about the Disney merch area, which is really, I, I get it. That's the sought after, but how the expo itself, how did that go? How did that compare to marathon weekend? Bigger, smaller, about the same. I'd say it was about the same. And um, of course, Fluffy Fizzies was there. Miss Pamela, you know. Had yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we're going to bring Pamela on later on to talk about Fluffy Fizzies. I don't mean later okay. on tonight. I mean yeah. in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. I saw Pamela's Pamela's booth there, which, you know, if you haven't tried them, please do because they have these bath bombs for tired muscles that they sell in like, I think they sorry, Pamela, if I'm getting this wrong, but they sell them in singles, but they sell them in four packs or they sell them in maybe even more than that. Um, and if you just throw one of those in your Disney tub and fill it like halfway, your feet aren't tired the next day. So it like gets rid of everything. I think it's probably nice. Epsom salts, magnesium type of stuff, or, and it's got essential oils. I agree. I, I love them. And in fact, on marathon weekend, she she puts them so one says 5k one says 10k one says 13.1 and one says 26.2 yeah. and so i mm -hmm. have those so i know which one i need to put in for each day <laughs> um mm -hmm. and i will have to say that's my number one priority when i'm booking my resort is that it has to have a tub not all resorts have tubs and so i have to have a tub and uh one weekend i went and the it was when um, french quarter just opened had only been open a week i think during wine and dine and they hadn't yeah. turned the heat up yet for the oh really to fill the tub. I mean, it was it would get lukewarm, but not like a bath oh, warm. Yikes. All I had to do is make a phone call. They said, "Oh yeah, we just opened. We haven't gotten around to that. We'll we'll turn yours up." Well, this weekend, my little tub stopper wasn't stopping the water from draining, so I, I had to have them come and like put a new yeah. little stopper in. I mean, I am serious about my baths. I need my <laughs> baths post race. So uh, and those. Bath are great. <laughs> yeah, we'll hear from our buddy Pamela. She'll be excited that you guys yeah. mentioned that. And like I said, I plan to have her on here in a couple of weeks. She's she's a sweetheart. I think she makes specialty bath bombs for each weekend because this weekend I saw princess she does. dresses and yeah, and she does like special ones for charity ribbons and stuff like that. So they make good gifts. Jesus. I mean, I'm yeah. I'm not sponsored by them, no, but you know, she's a sweet person. Maybe Rise and Run podcast can get sponsored. Yeah, neither are we. <laughs> We're gonna have to double. We have to double what we charge her, though. So, anyway, it's good. You know what? It's good. I'm glad we can do that. People listen. That's all right. But we'll talk more about that later. Like when Pam's with us, <laughs> that'd be a good time. Um, but I would say that there were a good variety of vendors there. Um, yeah, and then the food was really good. They had this really good at the end at ESPN. They had this little. It's called popcorn chicken, and basically was a popcorn bucket and then they had this sauce they put on chicken tenders in the bucket and it was amazing <laughs> and they put like candied garlic oh, mixed nice. in with the popcorn <laughs> wow that's cool was there any i'm curious now the mask mandate had been lifted mm -hmm. so you didn't need to wear your mask in the expo correct um were there any there used to be a couple of food and beverage vendors in the expo I'm going to bet that they weren't back yet. They probably didn't have enough time to react. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think so. I, I don't, don't remember think so seeing that. 
the Athletic Brewing Company guys were there, but they were giving away uh, closed cans of their warm beer. It was room temperature, so you couldn't drink it there. So I, I bet you there. I bet you we see some of them back at the end of March here for springtime surprise. I, I would think so. Athletic Brewing Company is another place. That's we'll talk more about that later too. But I've become a fan of their zero alcohol beer, and uh, I'll just let that there for now. Uh, well, look, how about the races themselves? Who did the five k? Pamela or Allie? Who? Who? I, Pamela I did, did the five k. How'd it go? Um, it was great. We I always get on the first bus, so that was a three a.m. Um, was the first option for a bus, and I was at French Quarter, so we they filled up the people that were there and then it took off and went around the riverside. Cause sometimes they do that. Well, they'll do both resorts um, until the bus is full. And so that went pretty quickly and we got, I mean, we're pretty close to Epcot, but it seemed like it always takes longer to get there than it does to come back. And I think there's some road closures and things going on that takes them a little longer, but it's, it's relatively quick. They drop you off for the 5K. You know how they're always changing where the buses drop off and not. Um, so yeah. for the 5K, they drop you off at the regular Epcot bus drop-off spot if you're coming right. from a resort. And so you walk through the front of Epcot. You go past Spaceship Earth. Um, and then that's where you go through the metal detector. See, so there's no more bag checking. Like you just walk in with your bag and you're and that's it. You don't have to waste any time doing that. And right. then you, that's the way Marathon Weekend was too. Yeah, and then you walk over to the parking lot where the starting groups are going to be, and you can either walk on the grass, which might be a little bit wet, or you can walk around the grass. And um, so that was the same as um, Marathon Weekend. They had like a photo opportunity with the gold fiftieth um, Mickey. They have the someone Mickey, right? who's basically looks like a stand-up comedian, but is a greeter, like just telling people like go this way for this, and like kind of like saying you know things about your costumes and um so that's kind of, <laughs> that's kind of a cute fun job i would want I um, and then they still don't have characters before the races to take pictures with they just have okay. like photo ops just like they did for marathon weekend they have the 50th um banner and then they have the little kind of cutout window with a um i think they had cinderella because she was the 5k princess and then they had one with Minnie princess and then two of the 50th and they had um photo pass photographers at the 50th ones but not at the other so you use your own camera at the other two um and for the 5k they just had three starting groups and oh, okay and uh of course dj cj was there to get us all hyped up and dancing and um my run princess family group, we are big into dancing and warming up and just getting together and, yeah. and getting the nerves Kristen out. told us about that. Um, so much fun. And then um, because I was in a group costume, we all went back and uh, started in, in the last um, starting corral so we could be together. And we, we oh, walked. Very good. We spent very two good. hours on course taking pictures and just oh, nice. having a blast. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, other than that, I mean, I, I don't feel that there was any issues during the 5K. It would seem to go smoothly. We seem to starting groups went off on time. Uh, yeah, people seem to be in a good good mood. Pamela, you know, that, that sounds actually a, a really good segue into the question that I had for you since you moved back to the last star group. I had saw some reports on Instagram stories and stuff like that, that apparently they cut off the character stop lines 
relatively early during the 5K. Was that your experience at all? Or did you stop for, for photos along the way? Or, or did were you more focused on staying with the Run Princess family group? Uh, we all stopped for character pictures because what would happen is two of, a, two of our faster runner walkers um, or runners would run ahead and get in line and then we would join them in line. And because we were just taking one picture, it's not like we're budding in front of people. We're just, whether it was two people or five people or six people, we would just get in line with them. And that's okay. They all hated you anyway for doing that. So that's okay. For sure. For sure. <laughs> um, but, but I will tell you, um, we were the very last group that they let us take a picture with uh, Mickey and Donald because I've never finished the 5K when the sun is out and the sun was out. <laughs> <laughs> um, we were, because yeah. it took us a long time to start. We didn't start till 541, I think. So it took us 41 minutes before we started and then we were out there for two hours. So we got our money's worth out of that course <laughs> good for you finishing a 5k after the sun's up i didn't even think about that. that's pretty daggum good all right so the 5k went well that's great 10k now you you both did the 10k right did not do the, i did not do the 10k oh okay then Allie, the 10K. yeah you are up tell us about the 10k well i stayed um at the caribbean beach resort so we we drove to the 10k and I lost my car on the way back, but that's another story for another time. I want to hear about that. Pay attention to where you park your car and take a picture because you get all excited and yes. you run to the race. And then when you get back, you have no idea. Um, yes. But it was about the same. It was like the same 5K, same as the 5K, you go around the grass or not. Um, and then if, if you look to the right, which I always think is something that people miss is when you're going into the, the corral area, if you look to your right, you, there's a finish line mm -hmm. and you can kind of yeah. see it as yeah. you, as you come through. And it's, I like to visualize myself like crossing the finish line oh, yeah. before my races at the run Disney races. Cause it just helps me. I don't yeah. feel confident. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And I ran, I ran this one with my friends, Heidi and Smashley. And um, I really, yeah, I like the, the 10 K course was awesome. Um, I love running out near the boardwalk. So this is like one of my favorite courses to run. Um, and I love running through Hollywood studios. I think the front area of Epcot being under construction is a little meh, but whatever, you know, I love the, the way they lit up the Epcot ball for the oh, 50th. It's so stunning. Mm -hmm. So I just stare at that instead of the construction. <laughs> um, but yeah, the same as Pamela said, they pushed the corrals out really quickly for this one as well. So we were off before we knew it. Um, for the 10k and I know I know they had princess characters um, and I didn't really take a mental note of which princesses but I do remember I was dressed as Elsa and my friend was dressed as no I was dressed as Anna and she was dressed as Elsa um, I confuse so, them all the time too <laughs> so I knew I knew there was an Anna and an Elsa because I I saw them and I probably did something awkward like finger guns at her or something and then <laughs> <laughs> nodded at me and so we had a little moment um right. and i remember chip Virtual and dale fist their, bump on that one yeah, nice. yeah. <laughs> and then i remember chip and dale had their their cute little 50th vest on so i remember that one oh, cool. um but i don't really remember which characters were out for the the 10k that's okay um on that one i i liked it i thought it was perfect running weather it was definitely a, a little bit humid as for but it was good for me but others might not have liked being that humid um 
but I, it was, it was cool in the morning and, and it got finished before the sun came up. And I know a lot of people, you know, say that Disney's not a place to PR or whatever, but I had, I had a really good race. Yeah. I mean, we did have to bob and weave around some people and that can be frustrating, but you just have to just be, be cool about it. But did you PR your 10K? I did. Way to go. Congratulations. Good for you. Yeah. Thank you. Because I think Um, it is difficult to do. I really do for a number of reasons. Yeah. Yeah. Can I ask what corral you were, you started in and you were able to do that? Yeah. I started in S4. Oh, excellent. Yeah. So that's pretty far back too. I think, I think there's a lot of bottlenecks in those, in these runs. And I think that's probably part of what makes it, but there are, you're right. Keep a cool head. And, um, and what, what I was doing is, you know, if we had a bottleneck where we had to walk or there were some like slow joggers, I was like, I'm just, I'm just slow jogging with these people now. And uh-huh. that's what I, that's, this is the pace we're going. And we all just decided together, this is how fast we're going. <laughs> no, you did well. It kind of kept great. me going. Yeah. Right, um, so yeah, so that's pretty much it for the 10 K for me, unless you got any questions. Oh, I think that's awesome. Now. I didn't know who did the 5K, didn't know who did the 10K, but I know you both did the half, right? That's right. Yeah. So, Allie, you're on a roll. Now, then you did the challenge, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did the challenge. Yeah, so you I registered for the, the challenge. And Pamela, you started telling us you had registered for the challenge as a virtual, hadn't you? Yeah, so I'm still getting all of that still coming to my house. So I signed up for everything um, virtually because I was going to do the Bermuda half marathon the week before. Yeah. Um, changed my mind and decided to do Princess. And the only thing that was available was the half marathon. And then I was able to get a 5K bib um, through Give Kids the World um, awesome. as a charity bib. So okay. Oh, cool. Otherwise, oh, normally cool. I would do all the races. So it did feel weird that I wasn't running the 10K and doing the whole challenge, but I, I was okay with just getting two medals this weekend. It's okay. I can handle it. <laughs> <laughs> well, go ahead. Uh, tell us about the half, Pamela. Sure. So uh, the half, um, the buses start earlier. So the bus, the first bus was at 2.30 um, just to get everybody there. And unfortunately, um, we still had to start the race there was a 15 minute delay because of um, there were still buses on the course that they had to get off the course, trying to get people to the race. Um, and in fact, there are a that. number of people who never got to the race because they were told if you drove your own car, they wanted you to park at Hollywood studios, which is not something that has been right. done before and that they would provide buses from Hollywood studios to um, Epcot. And that uh, may be something they aren't going to do in the future because <laughs> it, it caused um, quite, a, quite a bit of problems um, with that piece. But we only started 15 minutes late because I'm sure it was a combination of it was going to be a really hot day um, and they just wanted to get us going. So uh, and they and they got us out really fast. Um, I was in the fourth corral and there were only five or not corral. Starting five, groups. Okay. Yeah, same same thing. Yeah. Um, And I don't know how fast I was out, but I was out pretty fast. (laughs) Um, I I know. I was also, were you were in S4? Yeah. Yeah, I was also in S4, and I think I started at 545. Okay. So it was was just a half hour to get through all that. Yeah. 
Yeah. And one of the things too, that was very different um, about this race versus other races is the corrals were just right there. Like when we walked in, we did the oh. whole thing that we did with the five and 10 K where you go up towards, you know, the front of Epcot and you go through the metal detectors and then you go behind the stage or behind the bleachers and there's the finish line right there. And then you cross into that area where all of the food trucks are and the info tent. And then you just walked like across the parking lot and they were right there. I was expecting the thing that we all know. The mile walk. Is, you, yeah, you walk a mile, <laughs> an extra mile. That extra mile is so magic. Yeah, every mile, every every mile is magic. Every darn mile. And so <laughs> this one was just really strange because the, they were just right there and I didn't expect it. Did you hear any intel during the weekend as to maybe why they decided to make that change in terms of where the, you know, the corrals were for the half. I did not hear anything from anybody about that. I mean, I, I will say, I feel like this is probably going to follow a pattern similar to the last time, you know, I've heard of major transportation issues similar to this was, I believe the first ever star Wars weekend that I believe it, I think it, either started or it finished at wide world of sports. And I, I just remember reading on social media that there were just massive, massive bus issues or whatever. So obviously I think it's one of these things where they wanted to try something new and obviously did not go well. So I'll be curious to see if they find a new way to tweak it or they're just going to go back to what they know works. So Plus, it's the luck of the draw if you have a bus driver who could follow GPS or not, because there were bus drivers that were getting lost. <laughs> um, someone was saying they drove around the Epcot parking area like four times before the bus driver figured out where they needed to go in. And so it took them a long time to get in. And it's because Disney hires a company. You know, I also blame not- it on the fact that they're getting rid of the purple's uh, directional signs and they're changing to the blue. <laughs> so that's what's probably screwing everybody the up. There you go. There you go. Yep. <laughs> I've never understood why they get lost. So once we were on the course, um, there were a lot of photo ops, you know, as as usual with um, like Mulan and Mushu, and you know, because uh, uh, it was Mulan was the theme for the half marathon. So that was really fun to see them out there. I guess my other feedback was just that it was a very hot and humid and full sun course. <laughs> um, a lot of running on open freeway, you know, it's not as magical as running through the parks. Um, I wish we, I wish we spent more time in the parks as everyone says, but it's not the way it works. And I feel like princess is kind of hit or miss with the yeah. weather. Like, couple years ago it's freezing and now this one it was like super hot so you never know what you're gonna get <laughs> but the, yeah, as always they always have plenty of water stops and power aid i i always carry a small water bottle in my pocket just in case i need to take something when i take my goo if i'm not at a water stop but i never had to refill that one because it's there if i need it but there are plenty of um water and power aid stops and i think that the people putting together the power aid did a good job this time they weren't uh, too weak and they weren't too strong <laughs> yeah sometimes that power aid is real thick yeah <laughs> um, <laughs> they had the usual princesses they had i remember seeing merida and pocahontas together at the beginning and i remember seeing jasmine and i think i think it's kind of rare but abu was out there too mm-hmm um, and so that, that was one. 
And I remember also like Royal Guard Mickey and Donald were there. Jack, you wanted to say something? I want to ask you guys, who was your favorite character stop? I think it's Mushu for me because I was dressed as Mulan and I happened to run up as three three of my group um, were about to take their picture and I was just coming up and I ran in and like they didn't have to delay anything. So I, I got to quickly get in their picture and it's it's just so, it's so perfect. It's adorable. Yeah. Well, my favorite character stop was Jeff Galloway at the starting corrals. Um, because I've never met him before. So I got to talk to him and, you know, let him know that he changed my life. I know that sounds dramatic. Yeah, no, not dramatic at all. Feels not, that way. Not at all. No, no, no. We get that. Now you said it's a starting crowd. Did you mean at the expo, Ellie? So he was, he was at the expo, I believe. But he was at the starting um, corral. But he was in the start. He was, um, oh. the stage was there and the starting corrals kind of went right by the stage and he was in front of the stage just within talking distance, just cheering everyone on, telling them to have a good race. And That's yeah, cool. and I just, I talked to him and let him know, I let him know I started customized training with Chris Twiggs and he had nothing but great things to say about him. So yep. um, yeah, so that was, that was my favorite character. Well, wasn't stop. Jeff also a character stop right before the finish as well? I, I, I did see pictures yes, of that. He was not when I got there, but he was. <laughs> that may become a regular thing. I hope so. Uh, as Jeff, yeah, I think so. As Jeff gets less and less involved in running nearly every event, I think they may become a regular thing. And the gospel yeah. singers were back. I know that that was yes. something people were Great. sad about in the past, but the gospel yeah. singers were Great. there. So that was yeah. Cool. yeah, there was lots of tears at the end of this race. Cause yeah. I think, you know, I love, I love the princess run. It was my first run and my first race ever. So it, it holds a special place in my heart. Um, and I, I think they do a good job at making those miles magic. A lot of times people look at it and they go, well, it's six miles to the castle and then six miles back and all that's road running. And it's, it's not, they, they have a place, you know, where they, one of my favorite spots is in the underpass when you run, when you're running into magic kingdom, um, sort of around the contemporary and you go under this underpass and they have all these lights shining on the walls and you see the shadows of mm -hmm. people running with you and, they just, they do a really great job. And of course, like, you know, when you go through. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, you know, when you go through the, when you go through and the teacups are running and you're running through Liberty Square and Frontierland and you just, I feel like you get a lot of magic time in, in Magic Kingdom as well. Um, and that doesn't go by too quickly. And of course you want to go and you want to take your castle photo so you got the one that when you're coming down the ramp, but then you want to take a left and you want to get in line because those go so fast. The lines look huge, but there's like five photographers um, and they go fast and they get you that that awesome jump picture that you want and you need. <laughs> and they and they'll let you do both. Like I, they'll let you do a pose and then you say, OK, now I want to jump. They'll let you do both. And yeah, it's right. still super quick. I mean, you're, you're not really stopped for very long. But yeah, those are always my favorite is the the running by the castle and the jump yeah yeah but pamela was right it was it was hot it was hotter if not as hot as the 2020 marathon and it was real humid i think we looked at it in the morning and it was 100 percent humidity um so it was a brutal year so you know i know a lot of people might not have made it and they might not have finished and and i think it's really important that people know how hard this half marathon was when you came out to okay. mile nine ten. The sun was just 
feeding on you. And with I didn't bring any hat or visor, which was kind of a mistake on my part. So, you know, that wasn't that wasn't so smart. No, you should have brought what Pamela brought, which was I had a parasol because it (laughs) went with my costume. And I thought, oh, I'm not going to want to carry this for the whole 13.1 miles. I'll probably ditch it at some point. And I will tell you, it saved me from having heat illness because I was costume queen. I'm telling you. I mean, I had my own shade and people were like, oh, my gosh, that is the smartest thing I've ever seen. (laughs) Like. It was great. You just nodded your head and you said, yeah, I was planning on this. (laughs) John, what you got? So, Bob, you got to make sure everybody knows that Pamela changed her uh, costume already once already in this interview. (laughs) I didn't notice. I didn't. But I noticed. Now that you pointed out, I see it. I didn't notice that. Thanks, John. Thanks, John. Yeah, But I think to anyone who, who might have made it but are doubting your time because it was a little slower than you'd normally run, but like if you're listening to this and you're, you're saying that to yourself, well, I, I used to run this and, and it took me this many minutes. It was so hot and it was such a hard race to run. Yeah. Please stop doubting your achievement because you did something oh, harder no. than normal. Like normally running 13.1 flipping miles is really, really hard, but you just mm-hmm. did it under brutal conditions. So, you know, it's like you should get an extra medal. Like we should get a second medal anytime it's over 80 degrees in Florida. <laughs> yeah. And regardless of how fast or how slow you are, it's still 13.1 miles, which is amazing. It's the same distance. I know. Yeah. I know. It doesn't matter if you run it at a five minute pace or if you run it at a, you know, 18 minute pace. It's the same distance. Yeah. I love how we frequently go, oh, I'm just doing the half marathon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Just a half. So ladies, I'm curious to hear what your thoughts were on the medals. I, I know I, I really like the Tiana one and the Mulan one. The Moana one, eh, not so much, but but uh, what are your thoughts? What did you think of them? I thought the 5K medal, I mean, I didn't look up at it as closely, but I thought it was really pretty. And her hair is super yellow in it, which is nice. Um, but I thought the Tiana one, the, her face was like better. All the other ones, including like the, the Moana one, something was weird with their faces. They just looked a little strange, but they're gorgeous <laughs> as always. Yeah, I agree. I think the Mulan one is beautiful and it's a spinner and on the back is even pretty. It just talks about the 50th, you know, it's just beautiful. Yeah. The colors of the the half marathon one are really cool and they integrated the iridescence in all the metals. Um, except I don't, I don't know if they did in the Moana one. They, I don't, I'm not sure if they did, but they had that had little spinning flowers on it. Oh, I didn't know that one was interactive. That's cool. yeah, that one. The flowers spun. The 10K didn't have any interactive parts, but I, I really think just from looking at all of them at the expo, that the 10K is like was my favorite. That one was just really pretty put together. It had a lot of little details, and then they paid off the details in the lanyard too. So. That's because Tiana's the best. She's the best. <laughs> yeah. I think the Disney Metal Game's been pretty good the last couple of runs, last couple of years. They're pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Um, Pamela was holding. Of course, nobody can see, Pamela, that you're holding. You made me nervous because the last time you held a medal up to the screen that we're watching you on, we all dropped out. <laughs> <laughs> so we had to come back and re-record again. And oh, by the way, and of course, again, audio podcast, y'all can't see this. 
my my good friend Pamela, the costume queen, is in her fourth costume now for this podcast. Congratulations. You're living up to your 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 run princess family would be proud of you. <laughs> Thanks, Bob. <laughs> you betcha. And we're proud of you too. Last thoughts, guys, on Princess Weekend. So it's such a really fun weekend and it's really great to see so many mostly women when you look at the finishers. It's it's probably eighty mm-hmm. percent women in the races and they're all supporting each other. Oh, and, at least, yeah. And just it's just such a great thing to see so many so many friends coming together and, and doing this and, and a lot of people this is their mm-hmm. first time races. Um, I don't know I don't know which races were your first Disney races, but mine was Princess and like I said, my friend Smash and Casey, this was their first in-person half marathon. So mm-hmm. I, don't know, I think it'll always hold a special place in my heart. What about you, Pamela? Yeah, what I love seeing is mothers and daughters running together and having a really great time and what a great what a great thing to bond over um, and, and, to, and for gr- girls to see, like you can be strong and powerful and, and finish uh, amazing things. I mean, think about Brittany. I mean, she... One oh yeah, she's awesome. You know? <laughs> like, yeah. So we there's a lot of um, people to, to look up to as role models, and the stigma of like princesses only their only goal in life is to get married. That's that's not um, what we're seeing, especially in the new princesses and um, female leads in Disney movies. Is that they are they are strong and powerful and independent, and they um, can be successful. Um, on their own. So I think it's great. And I, I think they did a great job with the princesses that we had. I mean, think of Tiana, you know, she's going to start her own business and, and, you know, Moana is, you know, going on these big adventures for her family and her community. And um, I mean, Mulan, I mean, I remember when I first met Mulan um, at the, at Cursus princess breakfast, she was like, I'm not a princess. I am a fierce warrior. So I just, I just, I love all the, um, the great role modeling they have, um, in the newer. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's excellent. I have not run princess weekend yet, but I will. I want to get down there because I got a great many friends. I really thought about driving over there this weekend. I just could not do it, but, uh, I missed y'all. And I am so glad that Allie and Pamela had a chance to spend some time with us and share their thoughts on the weekend. Thanks a lot, guys. You did a great job. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks, thanks so much hitting. for inviting us. See, Alicia, Alicia, it took two, it took two to fill your shoes, but <laughs> I got a feeling Pamela and Allie will be back with us again here uh, in some not-too-distant episode. Happy to. Thanks so much. Yeah, it's great. All right, boys and girls, uh, we're coming to an end here. John, did you notice, and I'm putting you on the spot, did we have any new reviews this week? Uh, Yes, we did. Hold on. Two reviews, I think. Uh, Mary Wisdom, love listening to the conversation. Super fun and thrilling, but always informative. Thanks for the podcast. Thank you, And B. Bennett. I found this podcast through IG via Brittany, and I'm loving it. I've run Disney since 2010, but I've participated since 2018. 
you all make, make me miss it so much. However, it's lighting a fire for me, not, not to only head back to Disney for a race weekend, but yeah. now I want to get back to the payment file a couple of years away from running and keep up the great work. Well, you not only need to get back there, but you need to get to one of our meet and greets because we want to we want to say hello. And uh, thank you for those. That's wonderful. And hey, John, you got one more piece of news, right? On Spotify, we are now rated at a 4.9. Okay, that's good. I wanted also to know uh, your trivia contest, John. Actually, we have one person that came in and uh, gave us the uh, correct answers. And uh, that is uh, Brittany. Brittany, uh, yeah. And we'll be uh, sending stuff out to her. Not Brit, not Brittany the, uh, not Brittany Charbonneau, no, but our an, a new friend Brittany who's been pretty active on the Facebook group page. My friends and I did your your um, trivia while we were at the races and stuff, and they're hard questions. They were good ones. I had to look up some of. I them. I thought they were hard. <laughs> that was fun. Uh, yeah, I thought John did a good job with that. It's they're still up there on Instagram if you want to take a look at them. In fact, I think John's got some more. Maybe he'll run some more this week. I don't know. You plan on that, John? I could do something like that. I got, I, I get, I'll make another thing. And hey, if we do um, springtime surprise theme trivia, I'm sure Jack has some cool Tower of Terror trivia she could throw in there. Yes, oh, especially bet. since I work there, I got lots of knowledge. <laughs> I'll bet that's great. Let's let's save that for later on. That sounds like a lot of fun. Okay. So thank you, thank you so much again for the reviews. We appreciate it. Uh, reminders. Rise and Run podcast Facebook group. You can contact us there or hit us up on Instagram, Rise and Run Pod. We love hearing from you. And we do have a get together scheduled for Springtime Surprise Weekend. It is at the Dockside Margarita Bar on Friday. Gang, I didn't look it up. Is it 2 p.m.? I think it's 2 p.m. It's, I know the information's on our Facebook page. I think it's at 2 p.m. and I'll be mentioning mentioning it again in the next few weeks. Oh, actually, it's at 3 p.m., Bob. April 1st. It's not a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you clarified that. I really am. 3 p.m. April 1st. So I think episode 21 is coming to a close. Any last minute thoughts? It's exciting that we're old enough to drink now. And yeah, I thought about that too, Greg. We're 21 now. We're legal to drink in all 50 states. All right, my friends, another episode has come to a close. Congratulations to all you princess runners and those of you who did other runs this weekend. You got one coming up. Don't forget to tell us about it. Good luck with your training. I hope the weather's getting better where you are. And as always, I'll leave you with the thought, happy running. The Rise and Run podcast discusses general information about Run Disney and is in no way affiliated with Run Disney or the Walt Disney Company. Any information or advice discussed on this podcast should not be considered medical advice and should always consult with your healthcare provider or event organizer.